not working. What was that noise? I see something outside. Don't go out there! Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale. Wanna play a game? How long can you survive? Do you remember all of those years ago? That one cute little picture of the silhouette of the guy and girl, one holding flowers, the other holding a baseball bat? And how when I sent it to you, we made this whole like murder story of like, oh yeah, she's a black widow and she uses this and that or whatever. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Why do you ask? Well, because I think about that time to time. Especially how one of the chemicals or drugs or whatever you said in the system, I can't remember which one it is, but you said that, like, it doesn't show up in the body and it makes it look like it's a natural death. Oh, that was from Breaking Bad. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, I think you got it from that. I'm blanking on the name of the drug right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a Breaking Bad reference. So it's not a Dexter reference? It's not. Ooh. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, but I still feel like it would still almost work. Like, if you were to try and kill someone, I would go after A, the baddies. Like the rapists, murderers, serial killers, all that stuff. The really bad people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to give, like, a list of more things for a second. But, uh, hi, everyone, and welcome back to Tales of Grim. This is your host, Tyler. And I'm Tori. And props to you, Tori. 2022, and you've already led the charge on the podcast for, like, intros and, like, writing and stuff. <laughs> You're putting me to shame a little bit. Well, you have been really busy at work lately, so you haven't been able to write as much, and you've been really stressed, so. Yeah, that's fair. But thank you for all your help you've been doing with it. Of course, it's a two-person podcast, not just a one-person. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I will say, you did watch most of this show, so... Right. It'll be more on you. So, this week, we're going to be talking about Dexter New Blood. If you haven't seen this revived season, turn away now and go watch it. And if you've never seen Dexter before... Go back and at least watch the first four seasons because those are the best seasons. And maybe you can watch the last episode, but then you'll be a little disappointed. <laughs> Dexter was such a good show. The original series basically followed a man named Dexter Morgan, who was a blood splatter analysis, worked at a police station. But by night, he was also a serial killer. But he was a good serial killer. He only killed like rapists, you know, murderers, other serial killers. Literally the premise is a serial killer that kills terrible people. It's great. And that's what made Dexter such a fun show. I like, I know that, I want to say there's either a novel or a comic book for it also. Probably a comic would make more sense. Yeah, most likely. But either way, it was a very popular thing. And the first, in my opinion, the first four seasons were amazing. You know, is this guy that was, you know, literally had the mind of a serial killer, but was taught by his police stepdad, not stepdad, adopted father, basically how to interact with people and to channel those murderous urges onto terrible people. Because he had this one, what did he call it, the dark passenger? Yes, his dark passenger, which was always like the narration in his head. 
And, you know, Dexter was just, it was a really good series. You know, the first season followed, basically, you know, we get to know Dexter a little bit. His sister, well, adopted sister, is um, a cop, and she works at the same police station as him. And they're basically just kind of, like, trying to solve crimes but going about it a different way. Normally, how the series went is Deb was going after some sort of serial killer, but Dexter always got to the serial killer first. <laughs> and then... Things would go from there. We're not here to talk about the original series of Dexter. I mean, yes, we will bring up some parts, but we're here to talk about the new season, Dexter New Blood. We had just watched the finale. So again, spoilers if you haven't seen it. I'm a little bummed Dexter died. I, I am super bummed. If it was during the eighth season back in the old show and he died, I would have been okay with it. I think that's a good ending. How they did it was a little dumb with him driving into a storm and then becoming a lumberjack because he didn't actually die was kind of dumb. But whatever. Him getting shot by someone that he legitimately loves is a good ending. After, you know, X amount of years of Dexter being off the air and now we get this one season and it was a great season. It was so much fun. Oh my god. And then he dies at the end, which I know this season was used is basically a way to rectify the final season of Dexter. But now I just want more Dexter. Well, the showrunners probably heard all of the fans be like, no, we don't really like how he became a lumberjack and that like fake death and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, kind of like that whole ending to How I Met Your Mother, how everyone hates the last like 15 minutes. A lot of fans probably like spoke up and the showrunners were probably like, all right, let's give him one final season. And... You and I both had a hunch that he was going to die. Yeah. By who and when was up for debate. I personally said his girlfriend who was... The cop. The cop. The captain or chief or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but then when his old buddy, um, the one guy from the Orlando precinct came in, I'm like, okay, like maybe he'll come in and kill Dexter. Like, obviously, if they're, like, he's going to escape prison or, like, the little jail cell of the precinct or whatever. And then they basically kill him from running away or something. But I'm actually kind of upset that they didn't... Interact? Yeah, because I, I feel like they put so much into, oh, the girlfriend is calling this old police mate, basically, to identify him and to basically testify that he is the Bay Harbor Butcher and he even brings up, he's like, yeah, my wife is the one that thought that he was the Bay Harbor Butcher um, and that they got it wrong with what's his name. And he was on his way up, all of that stuff. Angela had told Dexter the, that he was coming up and that he was going to have this old friend reunion and that he was basically done for <laughs> and going to be sent to Florida where they have the death penalty and all of that stuff. They made such a high stake out of it only to have them not reunite, which that's what I was kind of more upset about. You know how I was hoping they were going to end it for a minute? I was hoping that it was going to be when Harrison was telling Dexter, turn yourself in, Dexter was going to do it. And then it would have ended with him in jail. Captain Batista comes up to him and they sit down and he starts telling him his story. 
That's what I was hoping was going to end up happening. Yeah, because Batista literally thinks that Dexter killed his wife when it was really the well, sister, wasn't it? He never really thought Dexter killed his wife. But at least not that I remember in the original series. Because him and Dexter were extremely close. Oh, no. In that last moment when you see Batista on the phone with Angela. Yeah, he pulls out her He file. has that, well, as a matter of fact, my wife, who is actually dead and was murdered or killed, thought that Dexter was the one that was the Bay Harbor butcher. So kind of putting two and two together at that point. Well, yeah. But I agree. I think that that would have been a more satisfying ending to some extent or just Dexter's confession of, hey, this is why I did what I did. These are the kinds of people that I killed from this age to this age. This is what happened with this one cop that was blamed. Accidental explosion. That's where he died. Angela or um, my sister was actually the one that killed the wife and all of this stuff. Like kind of his last moment. Goodbye note. Yeah. In a sense. Because now that now with that ending, there was so much stuff left unsaid. Like, I wanted to see what happened with Captain Batista. I wanted, I mean, we definitely got to see Angie's reaction of her finding all the bodies, but I wanted something maybe like she was going to let Dexter go because of it or something. I don't know. But then again, she was a cop, so probably not. Well, she let Harrison go. I almost go. thought he was going to, like, use that as a bargaining chip. Well, that's what he, initially he was going to do, and that's why I felt like it was out of place for him to kill Logan, the other cop. Because that. Yeah, you know, Dexter didn't want to get caught, but, like, typically, yeah, he didn't kill innocent people for the sake of killing innocent people, even a, if it was saving his own skin. In a very un-Dexter-like fashion, he was impatient. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, he needed to get to his son, so he snapped, and he had had Deb, who's... His ghost passenger at this point now. Yeah. Or, like, his conscience, basically. Um, kind of snapping at him, like, you know, she has you by the throat and she's not letting go. You will go down for this. Or go down for something. She is not going to let you off scot-free. Right. And that's when he snapped. And at that moment when he had the Logan yeah. by the throat... And you asked that question of, is this real? Or is this in his mind? Because there are several instances throughout the original show and this one, the episodes that I did see at least, where he plays out a scenario of, oh, this is how I'm going to kill this person. But it's too dangerous and too risky. Exactly. And I, I guess you can argue with some of the writing is that once his son came into the picture, he just became undextery. You know, and not to mention not killing anyone for over 10 years. So, yes, we have to factor in he's sloppy. And a yes, recipe. he's. Yeah. And now he's trying to do things for his son because he wants to be with his son. And, you know, I get it. But still, I don't know. I just. It did feel very undexter to that extent. And I really did enjoy this season. I thought this season was great. And I'm not saying I hated this final episode because I thought this final episode was much better than the original final episode. 
of course. That's why I say like, oh yeah, the showrunners probably heard the pleas and were like, okay, we're going to give you guys a better ending. Yeah, it's been enough time. We now have a good enough ending to do it. Yeah. The other thing that was just kind of weird to me is just how, I guess it's going to sound kind of dumb, but just how much of a Boy Scout Angie was. So like, you know, she's she's been dating Dexter for a while. Clearly, like, he hasn't done anything to hurt him. And, like, he kind of took out the guy that's been killing all your missing people. And I just kind of wanted... Not that she knew that at well, that no. point. But just with everything. You know, she was very just like, a, I think he is a serial killer. But, like, doesn't really give him a chance to hear him out, I guess. Like, she let it slide with the fact that, yes, that wasn't his real name. And she found out his real name. And I can see how that would be devastating. I guess adding on top of the fact that he would be a serial killer would be another thing. <laughs> but I don't know. I just felt like there was just not enough. Like, like she didn't even question it a little bit. It was just, here's the fact. You're a serial killer. Blah, 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 blah. Well, even he pulls up the fact of she's emotional during this. Like he... Brought up her friend, her best friend, that he helped her find and identified for her. Yeah, just, and all of those emotions basically put her on this railroad of destruction. And, you know, I have to catch a killer. I have nothing on this killer right now. But this person that I've known for so long, I have so many leads that I could try and follow and connect him to all of these horrible, gruesome murders, which, honestly, it sucks, but I would even let that slide personally, <laughs> uh, because of the people that he killed, because he really did do a good thing of getting the rapists and murders and all of those bad people off the streets. Pretty much. Yeah. Which he just what, did it in a more gruesome way. Right, which is, that was the whole thing when Harrison found out and they were kind of doing the uh, the explanation. Harrison helps him kill um, Clancy Brown. Which, random side note, Clancy Brown, a.k.a. Mr. Krabs, <laughs> is, was one of the best serial killers in the Dexter series. He was so good. You know, he was this ritzy, not ritzy, but, you know, like, well-renowned person in the town that was just taking out all of the, just like runaways and stuff. And then he preserved their bodies and kept them inside a cellar underneath his remote cabin in the middle of the woods. It was insane. He's a rich guy that everyone knew. No one would think that he would be a part of these disappearances. They weren't murders yet. They were all disappearances within the last 10, 15 years or so or more. Yeah. Was when... It was... She was a teenager when it first started happening. Yeah, so that was like 20... At least over even 20 maybe, years. Even maybe like 30 years of him doing that. Of just catching young women who are runaways. And reenacting this scene of like capturing them and then having them run away and shooting them. Kind of like a game and a sport, which is what I honestly thought that it was. Kind of like a, oh, my father did this, I do this now. Kind of nobody ever catches us. No, he was just reenacting thing. his first murder. Well, I didn't know it at that 
Well, of course not. We were waiting for it. But the whole, that first reveal, though, of when Dexter and Harrison walk down into that, like, storage unit thing underneath the cabin, and you just see all the bodies in the boxes. Oh, because, so you didn't watch that with me, but when you got to see it, what was your reaction? You had explained that all of the bodies were perfectly preserved in these boxes and dressed up to be like his first kill, which is what he was reenacting that whole time. I did not expect the showroom-esque, like, he literally had so many freaking metal-like shipping containers underground in this whole maze of places. And there was this one area that was literally just like a showroom of, that was aligned with these wooden boxes. They had a clear cutout with like a preserved glass on it to show the face and the girl. And it was almost like he was showing off Barbie dolls in their pristine boxes. And you could not tell a single wrinkle or decaying on one of those girls. They were so scarily well-preserved. Yeah, and like the second episode before you find out it was Clancy Brown, you do see that, um, that like the killer's process of how he does it. Like he's like basically injecting like all like the, some sort of chemical or something that, you know, like taxidermy stuff basically. Uh, I don't quite understand it. But, you know, that's what he ends up doing, and that preserves the body. But, oh my god, Angie's reaction when, uh, she finds the, uh, the podcast girl. Which, we didn't even see her die. I was a little bummed about that. Like, we just kind of see her in the box, like Dexter finds her. Yeah, but we also see how she would have been killed in that one episode where she goes to the cabin with Mr. Krabs to get, like, an interview or whatever. And then Dexter saves her. Yeah. Which that could have also been something that Dexter said of like, oh yeah, I literally like caught on to who he was and tried to stop him from killing this girl. Saved her once. Something happened where she went with him again or whatever and she ended up dying because of it that I know of. And... Just more explanations, because this ending was, as closed as it was with his death, it was very open-ended of, well, what about his explanation? Like, he needs to have, he as the main character needs to have that final word of, this is my explanation. This is my life story. His motive. Yeah. And it was really nice to have... That closure with, was it Harrison was the son? Yeah. And his letter that Harrison finds. Yeah, because that was the letter that he wrote at the end of season eight in like the last episode for Harrison. Yeah. And Harrison kept it that entire time. Which is exactly his explanation of, wait, Harrison had it that whole time? Yeah. Because, uh. That wasn't that he, well then why the hell was he mad? Well, because he was still abandoned. Well, yeah, but at least that whole, like, I'm staying away so my son can have a life because I don't think that he will with me type of thing. I thought that would have been enough closure of a, 
My dad doesn't hate me. He's staying away so I can be happy. Well, no, I mean, put yourself in his place. You know, his actual mom's dead. He vaguely remembers his mom, you know, literally laying in the blood of his mom. Uh, his dad disappears on him. And then he basically has this adoptive mom that's with him, or stepmom. And she dies. Now he has nothing except questions. But I feel like that letter would have explained a lot. Eh. And he would have probably gone over it night after night. And it was more of how did he know that his dad was alive in the first place, or a hunch that he was alive? Uh, like, oh, do they explain that? Uh, yeah, he said he found. It was a lot of digging he did, but it was basically like some Facebook photos that he was able to track down. Just... Basically that there was someone in Dexter's travels while he left uh, Miami that had a Facebook photo with him. And then from there he went to that place, talked to people, and then he basically tracked Dexter down that way. He would go from place to place to place. But wasn't he told that his dad died in a hurricane? Yeah, there was a whole like thing. Like, everyone was? Like, I feel like that would have stopped him from well, no, looking was... further. Like, was there something that he's like, no, nothing adds up in this? Or yeah, they didn't it had find to a body the or letter, this or that? Because he puts, like, P.S. let me know or reach out to me if Harrison ever shows any of my tendencies or something like that. They didn't read the P.S. part at the end of, the, of this. But it was something like that. I can't remember, honestly, off the top of my head. I don't know. That just that part just doesn't really make sense to me as much. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, though, I think from what I've seen and from what I've definitely seen in your excitement of trying to explain everything to me, um, this definitely was a great final season. And having the death... As sad as it is to lose your main character, it was about time that he died. Of course. It and was that full closure. It would have ended moment. in one of two ways. He either goes to jail or he dies. Which is technically what everyone was expecting how the last season of Dexter was supposed <laughs> to go. That he dies or goes to jail. One or the other. Yeah. I, I think I would have preferred him going to jail and sitting down with, with Batista. Or, even then, if they wanted to do a second season, which I would have been okay with, him and Harrison just in L.A. I would have been okay with that, up, too. like, oh, can we have a pool? Yeah. Yes, Harrison, you can have a pool. That would be really funny, though, if they did do a second season somehow. And the first episode is following Harrison's life as a normal kid, or as a normal teenager, and he lives in a place that has a pool he's x amount of years older may do the same thing as what his dad did which is forensic science or well dexter taught him the code he did but that was the other thing that harrison always thought that dexter was doing it to save people like in the episode during it he goes oh so by killing this person you actually saved a lot of lives that's just like well yeah really it was just dexter wanting to kill people of course but <laughs> well, his dark tendencies, and he did direct them to bad people, right. which did in turn help a lot of people. Right, but you also have to remember the motivation behind it. His motivation wasn't—he wasn't killing people to help other people. He was killing people because he wanted to satisfy his dark urges. 
Yeah. It's just in turn of doing that, he happened to help some people along <laughs> the way and probably save a bunch of people from being killed. But that's the whole thing with Dexter. You know, at the end, he doesn't think like a normal person. He's not a good human being. He's still a serial killer. And very meticulous one. Very sloppy this season. I was a little bummed. I feel like a forensic scientist would have remembered that titanium doesn't melt. Would he have known about those screws, though? That's one of the main questions, like, that I actually had, was he knew that this that Matt rich was in kid an had been in an accident. It was completely his fault. One of the things that set Dexter off um, and got him mad at this kid was that his friend was like, oh, yeah, um, I was on the boat with him. I took the fall for him. But he was the one driving. He was the one that said that, um, you know, let's play chicken with these people. And he still didn't back down and killed how many people on that boat? Yeah. And injured, like, himself as well as some others, like... And then on top of it, he killed Dexter's innocence. He did. That he, white deer. He killed the white deer. It was a pretty deer. I still remember that shot. You and I were both like, it's okay. It's about to happen. This is... This deer is his innocence. That's how his well written goodness. that first episode was. Like, yes. the first episode was very slow, but in terms of the writing, it was so good. The symbolism of everything in that was really good. And he's even, he may not be a forensic scientist, but he's still in the loop with everything crime related. <laughs> By even dating a cop. <laughs> exactly. Not just a cop, but she became the chief. Mm -hmm. Like she is the leader of the cops. She tells him everything and he still has that in whether he uses it or not. Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I think to wrap it up, though, um, you know, this season was probably one of my more favorite ones in terms of all Dexter as a whole. You know, I've told you before, like, the last four seasons weren't that great. First four were amazing. John Lithgow as a Trinity Killer is still one of the best killers. But Clancy Brown as a serial killer was really up there. He was awesome. And, you know... It's a bittersweet to see Dexter come and go. I really wish there was more, especially after this season. And, like, you know, I knew ahead of time they were planning on rectifying, like, everything from the past. That's why they kind of wanted to do this. And then, now I'm just sad it's kind of officially over again. Because it came back and it, it got me excited. I was like, I really hope to do another one. Well, now you can rewatch the seasons. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to call it an episode. So uh, thank you guys for listening to our little rant on Dexter. And happy 2022, everyone. Hope you're enjoying your year so far. We're going to be putting out a lot more episodes. We have more stuff in progress. Very excited to release. As always, if you guys want us to review a movie or a show or a specific legend or anything like that like comment subscribe all of that stuff reach out to us on instagram it's the yeah. best way tales of grim all right everyone we'll see you next time see ya